Welcome back to the Morning Kickoff Show. I'm Ross Matt Witt. And today, Minnesota Vikings fans, we have great news. Multiple pieces of outstanding news for the Minnesota Vikings. After the Vikings just finished their first day of joint practices with the 49ers, we are now going to go into day two. First day, it was complete and utter domination of our offense over their defense. And the 49ers defense is not just any defense. We were seeing Myron Mitchell make their corners fall down. We were seeing... Kellen Mond throws 60 yard, okay, not 60 yards, 30 yard bombs against the 49ers defense. A little bit of an over-exaggeration right there. This goes on with our great news. What going into this offseason was objectively the two biggest question marks for the Vikings on offense? Interior offensive line and tight end. Right now, it's looking like tight end Irv Smith Jr. will return to practices before the start of the regular season. If you look right here, Kevin O'Connell did state that the Vikings, that um, that Irv Smith Jr. will return to practice, which is outstanding. He's going to be available week one. Now, I know that they said it's likely he's going to be available week one, but who actually believed that? I mean, it's Irv Smith Jr. This player is always injured. He missed the entirety of this last season due to a torn meniscus. The two years before that, we didn't get to see him really as a starter. Now, going into year four, this is contract year for Irv Smith Jr., and he's filling a much-needed spot that the Vikings have to fill. We didn't bring back Tyler Conklin. We didn't draft a, a tight end who's a starting caliber tight end right out of college. We didn't bring a starting caliber tight end out of uh, in free agency either. I mean, you can argue Johnny Munt, sure. You, I may, I'll let you make your argument. I disagree. Irv Smith Jr. is that guy. And we're going to see it in year four where he's going to be going into contract year. He fills our tight end spot. He's going to be healthy week one. Not only does it look like he's on schedule. No, he's ahead of schedule with his surgery recovery and will return for the Vikings. We probably won't get to see him in preseason, which is totally fine. I don't want to see him in preseason. Don't risk him getting injured. But it's looking very promising, 99%, that this guy will be healthy for week one. And thank you, Smith Jr., because we need at least one tight end. Outside of that, even greater news for Vikings. Ed Ingram has stepped up to take first-team snaps for the Vikings at right guard. Yes, that's Ed Ingram, our rookie second-round draft pick. Who we drafted out of LSU, according to Kevin Surf Seifert. Hopefully, I got that name right. Uh, team drills have begun here with the Vikings and 49ers. Ed Ingram is working with the team first team at right guard. If you saw against the Vikings, uh, who played the Raiders this last Sunday, offensive line was a big, big bust for us. Pretty much, that's we'll we'll say exactly what it was. Our first team offensive line was disappointing looking at the interior guys looking at specifically at uh, Garrett Bradbury and Jesse Davis who started at center and right guard for us no surprise really to anybody that Garrett Bradbury and, and Jesse Davis had a bad day but we were just disappointed still now having a player like Ed Ingram who we drafted in the second round much needed draft pick for us to step in at right guard and maybe a day one starter this is a great thing for us Vikings fans. And I'm not saying to expect that he's going to be great right off the bat. Uh, he was this last Sunday, but again, he was going up against a lot of backups. What I am saying here is it's a promising shot. If you have somebody who was you drafted in your second round and you didn't draft to be a day one starter, you really didn't. You drafted for them to compete for the starting role. And they're already taking reps on the first team and it's only been one preseason game so far. And he's going up against veterans like Jesse Davis and Chris Reed. It's impressive. Shout out to Ed Ingram, because when was the last time we had a good right guard too? I mean, we've seen some bad right guards over the last three years, specifically, just the last three years. Dakota Dozier, completely awful. Drew Samia, 
that was a sad sight to see. Ole Udo, massive disappointment because he showed a lot of promise. And going into this last season, we started him the entire season. And he had, what, 16, 17 penalties. Um, he might make the roster as a backup right tackle. Hopefully, we do move him back to that position. And that's where he primarily stays. Also, we saw Pat Elfline come through. That was a massive disappointment, especially when you draft him in the second round. Josh Klein as well was just a reach. Putting Josh Klein as a starting right guard was a desperate, meet, uh, desperate uh, <laughs> move for the Vikings to make. And didn't go so well so we haven't had a good right guard in a long time and this has been pretty sad for Kirk Cousins you have a quarterback who's great when he has a pocket yes that's when he has a pocket when he doesn't have a pocket I can't say that Kirk Cousins is going to be an MVP caliber quarterback with a clean pocket he should compete especially with the playmakers we have we're going to get into that for a second right here at right guard I've mentioned a few names that are going to be competing for the starting right guard position I have four players here that's going to be Jesse Davis Ed Ingram these are the two primary guys who's Jesse Davis started in the first team this last day, uh, this last week for the Vikings was awful. This was terrible. No one wants to see that ever again in my entire life. Don't want to see Jesse Davis starting at right guard. Ed Ingram, though, stepping in. Hopefully he can be that bright, that bright spot for the Vikings in week two of the preseason as well. And then Chris Reed, who we brought in. Chris Reed has been playing left guard, center, right guard, literally wherever we want him to play. Kevin O'Connell can ask Chris Reed to play tight end and Chris Reed will play tight end. That's the kind of guy he is. He'll make the roster somewhere and just be backup interior offensive lineman for us or starter. Maybe he wins the starting right guard or center role. Hopefully Chris Reed can surprise us with that. And then also Wyatt Davis. Always got to put Wyatt Davis on this list. I like Wyatt Davis. A lot of people don't. I'm a big fan of him. Tight end, however, this is a massive hole on us i mentioned a little bit earlier that the biggest red flags for the vikings was tight end and interior offensive line objectively the biggest red flags for the vikings yeah well outside of ersman jr who's been very who's been injury prone and missed the last couple seasons we don't have a good list of tight ends here and this is kind of where i've been mentioning we should have brought back tyler conklin it's done it's over didn't draft a tight end the first three rounds johnny munt is a solid blocking tight end we're gonna see him play once again ben ellison yeah, okay, you like him because he was in Minnesota, sure. Zach Davidson, another player who I'm really excited for. Uh, we did get to see a little bit of him this last game. We will get to see more of him at week two. But outside of that, tight ends is really kind of a hole for us. So having Ursma Jr. coming back is such a sigh of relief for Vikings fans. Because Ursma Jr. having his injury, I mean, having his injury on his thumb and then having surgery was such a Minnesota Vikings thing to happen to us. You have a player who's now going into contract year and he gets injured again. We didn't never got to see him as a starting tight end, even though he was supposed to start for us his last season. Massive, massive relief to have Ursma Jr., who's going to be not only healthy by week one, but expected to be padded up for practices pretty soon here is so exciting to see Vikings fans. We know Ersman Jr. can do it too. We have seen what Ersman Jr. can do as both a blocking and receiving tight end. This man is elite going into year four. Hopefully, if he stays healthy, we will get to see the Ersman Jr. that we saw when he was backing up Kyle Rudolph. Such a great sight to see a Minnesota Vikings fan. To have a right guard step up this early in his career, Yes, he's Jesse Davis sets the bar very low, but still having a right guard already taking snaps on the first team, massive, massive win for us. Ursman Jr. going to be healthy before week one at this point. Is this not the greatest Vikings offense we have seen in at least a decade? Assuming assuming Ed Ingram wins the starting role and is looks like a second round draft pick. We're stacked. Is this not the best Vikings offense we've seen since... Brett Favre was handing the ball off to Adrian Peterson and Steve Hutchinson was on the offensive line throwing 
40-yard bombs to Sidney Rice. I mean, this is the best Vikings offense. Oh, and Percy Harvin was on that. Look, can't, can't forget him. This might be the best offensive offense we have seen for the Vikings since then. Or maybe even longer. You can make an argument that this is the best Vikings offense since the 90s. I mean, you have Captain Kirk, first of all, who, okay, mixed emotions about him. On to that, we have one of the best playmaking groups around him. And you can argue the best playmaking group with not only Dalvin Cook, but the running backs behind Dalvin Cook, who are outstanding. You have Hammer Time, CJ Hammer Time Ham, who is the best fullback in the league, in my opinion. On top of that, we have one of the best, if not the best, wide receiving core, Swervin Irvin at tight end. And then when you're looking at the Vikings offensive line, yeah, this is a little bit questionable. Christian Darasaw, obviously, going into year two, we're going to expect that. We're going to give him a shot, at least. I mean, Brian O'Neill at right tackle has been amazing, so our tackles is not the issue here. Uh, Ezra Cleveland going into year three, we're going to also assume that he'll be hold his own. The other two positions, center, really? J.C. Treader still off, still on free agency? You just watched Garrett Bradbury get forklifted all of training camp, get absolutely demolished this last Sunday, and you're still giving him first-team reps on the offensive line? If... Garrett Bradbury was not a first-round draft pick. This guy wouldn't even be on the roster right now. That's the only reason why he's still on this roster. Outside of that, J.C. Treader is still out there. Matt Paradis is still out there. I've mentioned this many times. Uh, we still have other players who can step in. But if Ed Ingram steps in as a right guard and is at least solid, I mean, this is... <laughs> what more can you ask for? This is great news, Vikings fans. We may be looking at the best offense in the league. Maybe. I'm not making the argument that we're the best offense in the league because I'm not, I'm not going to try to be completely biased here, but you can make the argument that this is the best offense in the entire NFL right now. With Kevin O'Connell calling, calling the plays right now, the Vikings are already 10 times better of an offense than they were last year because we had the talent last year. We just were... We were not very smart with the play calling that we did. Let's be honest. Let's let's cut. I don't want to keep bringing up Mike Zimmer. I'm glad Mike Zimmer got another job. Good for you, Mike Zimmer. Uh, but yeah, this is the new regime for the Vikings. New era for Vikings football. And this offense, if Irvin Jr., Swervin Irv Smith Jr. is healthy the entire season, we know he can do it. If Jesse Davis doesn't have to start for us at right guard and we could see Ed Ingram step in, the rookie, this is what we've been asking for, Vikings fans. Revolve the offense around Justin Jefferson. Super Bowl 2023 will be there.